Welcome to the Ultra Working Podcast. Let's start by quoting a couple paragraphs from a very smart mathematician, entrepreneur, and investor in London, Ivan Mazur. Had the pleasure to meet Ivan. He's a great thinker. Let's quote him to start. Quote, how many things do you think you can do in an hour? How many problems can you locate, think through, come up with a solution to, and then actually solve in this short time? Stop and think about this and get into your head a figure that you think is reasonable. Pausing here for a second. Listener, feel free. How many things do you think you could do in an hour? Stop and think through and stuff. You got a number? It's up to you. You know, like, I'm, I don't know. Maybe you're driving. You don't want to think really hard. I don't know where you're listening to this podcast, but you got a number? How many things can you do in an hour? All right. Let's continue. Ivan, quote, what if I told you the answer was 30,000? Would you think that was ridiculous? I certainly would. We live life with a mindset determined by our experiences and our surroundings, and hence each one of us has our understanding of what is and isn't reasonable. Clearly 30,000 logic-related decisions and actions in an hour is an absurd expectation, one that no one should take seriously. This was my outlook, just like all other beginners when they first play a game called StarCraft." End quote. All right. So Ivan breaks that down in a post called The APM Principle, What StarCraft Teaches Us About Real Life Success. And indeed, um, he's correct. The top players in the game of StarCraft have between 300 to 500 actions per minute, APM. So uh, if you've never played StarCraft, I haven't played StarCraft either, but I'm generally familiar with what it's about. It's a real-time strategy game. You like uh, you start with a base and uh, you're, you're playing against another player and your goal is to build up your economy and military tech and then take out their base before they take out your base and it's kind of got like an outer space theme space marines fighting aliens space marines fighting space marines sort of thing and yeah the top players in the game um are able to make multiple actions per second it's uh the the pro level players have um 300 plus actions per minute. Um, and these are like discrete, meaningful actions. These are like clicking your mouse on something and, and moving that unit um, and using a lot of hotkeys and keyboard shortcuts to like, you know, tell this Marine to attack there, tell this factory to harvest the production and whatever, right? And you think about it, right? You got you got both your hands, um, you know, with, with your fingers on them. Um, and you can you can go through and you can you can navigate and yeah absolutely people can do meaningful multiple meaningful tactical actions per second in a game that has like a tight feedback loop that's set up like this now um, both Ivan um, and myself are uh, not advocating the idea that you could do really deep um, slow careful verbalized thought you know three hundred times in a minute probably not right but you can do that. With that said, you know, most of us uh, are not professional StarCraft players, um, and that's, that's not super important, but there's a generalized mental model there, actions per minute, of like how much can you achieve in one minute? And uh, generally speaking, if you have the same levels of accuracy and quality and magnitude and whatever as somebody else and your APM is higher, you're, you're gonna get more um, out of the time you spend, and that can be you know, de deployed two ways. You could either spend more time in a domain and get more results in that time, or you could get the same results in less time and then, then have other time to do other stuff with your life. So it's it's like pretty cool. 
Um, you know, as your APM goes up, like things get done faster. And, you know, I feel like a lot of people feel like, oh my, my goodness, I don't have enough time to do everything. And it's like, well, if your APM was faster, then, then, then you might, right? So, you know, if it takes you 30 minutes to send an email, right? So you're getting, uh, you know, um, you know, one thirtieth of an email per minute done, um, you, you know, you might not have enough time to be on top of your email, like with just with your other obligations. If you can get that same email done in five minutes, right? Your actions per minute, your emails written per minute has, has increased, um, you know, from one thirtieth, three percent of a full email to one fifth, 20% of a full email in a minute. Yeah, you get a lot more stuff done um, and it goes a long way, right? So I think this is just a generalized mental model that I think is really worth thinking about is how can you increase your actions per minute? It's not the only thing that matters in life, certainly not, but it's like a thing that matters. I think a lot of times people neglect these sorts of gains when they come from fields outside their own, especially if they're lacking mainstream prestige and, and you know, video games are it's changing, but still not super prestigious. I think there's a ton of wonderful lessons from games because it's like a closed rule set that we still need to use our brains and our hands and our our, our thinking to, to navigate and interact with, but it's not so unbounded as the rest of reality. So I spent some time thinking about this and saying, well, how do you increase your actions per minute? Like, how do you do that, right? And step one, of course, or step zero rather, is is to learn it's possible. Right. Um, but then I think it's worth thinking through on the tasks you do. How do you train yourself to be faster of them? We had the show uh, with Chris and I where he's talking about how he switched from the QWERTY keyboard to the Colmac keyboard layout. That was the learning and meta learning switching from uh, Colmac to QWERTY, which was, a, I think, a nice show. And, and, and this was implicitly in all of that. But I think an explicit mental model of this um, we could we could take from uh, the uh, the the Navy Seal Richard Makowitz. He wrote a book with like a, a great book with like a terrible title called Unleash the Warrior Within. I'm I'm almost certain the publisher uh, renamed it because I don't know, I don't love the title, but it's it's a very nice book. And uh, Makowitz, who uh, who passed away kind of tragically young, he had a uh, I think it was like a brain cancer or some some such. Uh, he was just a wonderful thinker and seemed like a wonderful guy. Um, in the book, he talked about hey, how do you speed up? how you do things, right? So when he was in the, the serving in the Navy and the SEAL teams, um, you know, first he was, um, you know, going and doing soldiering activities uh, himself. And then later he became an instructor and he, and he was, I believe if I'm, I'm going off memory here, I believe he's both a uh, sniper instructor and an Arctic warfare instructor, like fighting people on skis, I guess. I, don't know exactly what goes into Arctic warfare. Uh, probably a lot of like trying to not not freeze to death and being very very careful um, around how you navigate the environment. So you know early on he was you know doing an incredibly tough job, you know a, a special forces military type job, and then later he's trying to, to train other very motivated, very tough, um, very resilient people into how do you do this job as well as possible. And he looked at how do we do things faster. And he looked into that and he wrote this in Unleash the Warrior Within. He talked about a, what he called a, a pyramid um, for training um, and, and how do you get good at what, what you want to do. And, and he said there's five steps in it. First, correct fundamentals. Second, concentration. 
Third, consistency. Fourth, accuracy. Fifth, speed. Correct fundamentals, concentration, consistency, accuracy, speed. And, you know, he, he went through and, and, you know, you can pick up a copy of the book if you want to study it a little more deeply. But, um, you know, he said, hey, you know, a lot of people that want to be faster and do things faster are, you know, uh, jumping to that too soon. The speed doesn't come from uh, like a raw desire for speed. You know what I mean? Um, so especially in the martial arts, right? He would tell people to slow down early. Do it fundamentally correct. Do it fundamentally correct. You know, when you throw a punch, um, you know, most of the power, I did a tiny little bit of martial arts, most of the power in punching does not come from your arm. It comes from like a, you know, like the rotation, um, you know, across your whole body and, 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 you know, transferring force, you know, using everything, your core, your legs, everything. And your, your hand at the end of the kind of kinetic chain just delivers the impact. It's not, it's, it's, you're not doing much with your arm, you know? Um, so it's very awkward actually to learn how to punch with some force rotating, uh, your body through it. It's, it's really kind of awkward and unusual if you've, if you've done any martial arts, it's, you know, you could ask a martial artist for any years, uh, if you, if you have one or someone's a boxer, Hey, you should throw me how to sh throw a punch and put some power behind it. And it's, it's not what you would think it would be if you hadn't done it. So he says, start by like getting those fundamentals down. Like how do you rotate into that? How do you generate the power from the correct things? How do you move correctly through it, right? So correct fundamentals, right? Then concentrate while you're doing it. Make sure you're bringing a full concentration and like learn how to concentrate when you're practicing fully and, and do that. Then get the consistency down, whether that's marksmanship or martial arts, throwing a punch or in our day-to-day -day work, right? Um, add a, a, a consistency in how you do the movements you know, a lot of times somebody like gets something right once and then they try to speed up and, and, and then sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not good and that's bad. Then once you're consistent, once like when you're aiming to do produces the result every single time, then tighten up the accuracy and make it so that like your punch lands where you want, how you want and your shots. If you're a marksman are, are hitting where you want them to hit. And, you know, if we're talking about typing speed, right, you get the fundamentals of the typing speed. You concentrate while you're learning it at first, you become kind of consistent in how you do things. Chris had to talk about how rewiring his, where his hands wanted to go on the keyboard. Then you become accurate, you increase your accuracy of the martial arts, the typing speed, um, the marksmanship, or any other activity that certainly applies to more, more creative and abstract and qualitative activities too. And then you increase speed, right? So the way to increase speed is first get the fundamentals right, bring full concentration to it, develop a consistency. And here we, um, Certainly consistency is useful uh, across all of life and, and just regular practice sessions of doing things a lot, but it means like do it the same way every single time, especially if it's a, you know, a, a small uh, action, a starcraft, a, a punch um, and things like that. So, so do it the same way. Once you've built in doing things fundamentally correctly, this the same way every single time with concentration, then tighten that up and refine it to become as accurate as possible. This is still slow. Step four, out of the five steps to go really fast process, you're still slow. You're working on accuracy fourth. And then once you have those, then you uh, rapidly look at how, how can I generate that action as fast as possible, transition from the previous action into that action, and then transition out of that action um, into it as fast as possible, right? So, you know, the way to do this, to increase actions per minute, right, um, is, is to, you know, start by mapping out 
the fundamentals of what goes into it and then train in those fundamentals. Um, everyday life, you know, differs from known domains. It's fairly straightforward to how you would apply these, these kind of mental models to a martial arts or to playing the piano. For your own specific life, right? It's very, very possible, depending on what you do, that your process of, of how you do your, your work and your life and whatever are, are literally you're the only one in the world that has exactly that. Yeah, there's there's elements of it that, that other people do similar things, right? But, you know, for like general life, right? You know, there's probably some people that like have meetings and types of meetings and then uh, prep for those meetings, have those meetings and leave those meetings where, where everybody knows what they're doing, that their meetings are, are literally just different than everybody else's on the planet, you know? So, you know, if you're in some kind of archaic field, um, you know, or you're, you're, you're working on something novel or new or unusual, you might be the only person in the world that runs meetings about that. So your prep might look a little different than other people's and the way you run the meeting runs a little different. The personalities of people there, you know, um, can be a little bit different, right? But like, how do you get more action per minute? How do you get more insight per minute in a meeting? Well, you map it out, right? You map out and say, okay, what are the elements that go into me having a specific good meeting with the people I have in the domain we're in? right and you map out those and then studying okay what's the fundamentally correct way how to be prepared for this meeting how to think about what everybody needs to bring and stuff really concentrating while you're doing it having consistency run your meetings close to the same way every time for the same type of meeting unless there's a reason not to then get the accuracy and say hey do we hit it right um you know we all have a thing where you know we all probably know somebody that maybe one person's really smart but doesn't talk as much they're a little shy maybe maybe somebody else likes to talk a lot and, and and maybe the first person doesn't talk enough and the second person talks too much how do you become more accurate about getting those insights out of everybody and then once you have all of those and you really work through it which will be slower at first than just diving in then you could speed that up and over time you can either cover more ground or you can do what would have been a 90 minute meeting in 20 minutes right so you map the fundamentals and then you train in them well it might sound like a lot of work uh i mean it kind of is a lot of work but it's it's not that much and it's really worth it um you know if there's any activity you do regularly it really only might be like three hours to study it and map it and train in it to become like 10 20 percent or even as much as 90 percent faster forever right so how do you get more insight per minute in a meeting right how do you get more you know in any sorts of creative or creative production work, it's like breaking down and saying, okay, like what are the steps of going into this? Really thinking about it, maybe talking to other people if it's not obvious, if it's kind of subtle, right? Um, and then saying, okay, what are the fundamentals? And then drilling yourself in the fundamentals, bring a full concentration to it, becoming very consistent when you have a thing, you know the right way to do it, then do it the right way every time. Then ensure, tweak that until then you're accurately hitting whatever the results you want to hit every single time. And then, um, at that point, you're almost just ready to take up the speed. There's not that much that formally goes into it, but you can still study a little bit and refine um, as to how you move things faster and comfortably, right? So, yeah, I think actions per minute is an incredibly powerful uh, model of the world. I think it's just true. Um, and then, yeah, to increase actions per minute, you know, to flip it and put it a different way, to try to put Makowitz's guidelines um, in place for you. You know, if you're doing something new or there's a part of your workflow that's unique if there's something universal that a lot of people do then just study the best practices but the hard part is when it's something that's unique for you you want to like study and map out the best way to do it 
And so like, what if I'm doing this fundamentally correctly, what does it look like? This takes a while. Um, it's easier if it's an established field. It takes a while, but it's not that hard. And it's kind of fun. I think this is fun. And uh, people that like to do design, operation stuff, analysis, that sort of stuff, people that personality like to do this with other people at a very high rate. You can very comfortably ask somebody. I'm, I'm the type of person that absolutely just will happily do this for, for a friend of mine or with a colleague. And I, I, I love doing this. So let's like map out and break out the perfect way to do this, right? Okay. So then, then you break the, the actions, the whole workflow into fundamentals and practice how to do the fundamentals correctly. Study it, think about it. What's the fundamentally correct way to do that? Aim for full concentration and consistency first before worrying about how good the output is. This is hard for people that are winners um, going process-based. But yeah, slow down. Start doing things like consistently following the best practices and like whatever the outcomes are going to be the outcomes for a little while. Quality can suffer a little, but that's okay. Aim to increase the accuracy and quality while following correct fundamentals. Then the speed comes there. More practice, more repetitions, you can go faster, right? Um, and hey, if you really want to get hardcore about it, uh, you can start measuring how long things take, perhaps evaluating the quality of how good they came out, right? So, you know, that's really easy with something relatively much easier with something like marksmanship where you can like shoot at a target and see where you hit. But, you know, you can oftentimes do similar things with creative work. Just give something a letter grade, A to F, um, and then measure how long it took, just like a few times. And then you can see, hey, can I beat that time um, or that quality level? So, yeah, actions per minute, um, really just a wonderful thing. Once I learned of it, I think I think Ivan was where, where I got it from the first time. Hey, having it higher is better. And, and there's actually like a methodical process um, to go through and, and break that down. So we'll put a couple of uh, links um, in the description to the show if you want to, to go a little deeper. Um, on this sort of thing or have a re-listen. I know this one's a little bit dense, but yeah, recognize step zero, recognize that actions per minute is a thing. Um, and then you can actually diagnose and break down things and um, get them consistent and accurate and such, get the fundamentals down, then increase the, you know, the accuracy and the quality and then speed it up a lot and get a lot more results in the same amount of time. It's a very powerful thing that has uh, made a big difference uh, for me and for very many people that have adopted this. So, so give it a shot. Um, if you have any feedback, if you try this, right, and, and uh, regardless of how the results go, if you give us even a week or two of working on this, please let us know. Podcast at ultraworking.com. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and uh, yeah, give it a shot. This, one's, this one can be pretty powerful. From anything like very routine stuff, like how does the laundry get done as fast as possible, to very complex stuff, like, um, you know, how do, how do we put together a uh, uh, you know, a whole, a whole campaign or, or around marketing or, or some feature development, um, if you're, if you're coding or whatever, um, quite powerful stuff. If you do it, let us know podcast at ultraworking.com. We'd love to hear from you as always. Thank you for listening. Be well.